Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Beautiful people, happy Tuesday, or whatever day it is that you're listening to this episode. This is the very first installment in addition, weekly check-ins. I'm going to be having these videos and this audio every single week where I connect one-on-one with an individual who wanted to have a conversation. I'm here to show up in any way that I can, and my overall intention is to help. So if I need to listen with my heart, my mind, or my ears to whoever it is that's calling in, that's what I'm here to do. Until I can take this show on the road, until I can see you face-to-face and give you a hug and just have a conversation in person, this will have to suffice. So I'm happy, I'm honored, I am blessed to be able to do this, and I do not take it lightly. I am so grateful for any and everyone who comes on to share their personal story because we can all relate to it. As you're going to hear me talk to these amazing people about some incredible stories, there was no pre-call involved. All I did was ask for their phone number and their time and day that works best for them. We were able to have a beautiful conversation. So I'm super excited for you all to consume this content. And this is also another way for me to show everyone kind of like the behind the scenes and you can be a fly on the wall of what happens during my consultations when I'm with people one-on-one. The only difference is, aside from everyone being able to listen and watch, we're on Zoom because I I would rather see the person. I'd rather put a face to a name and really, again, connect on, on the best way realistically possible. I really wanted to show you all that not only are you not alone, but that whatever fear you may have of talking to me one on one or sharing your story or even hearing yourself speak about what you're going through, that fear is false. And the sooner we can embrace the truth and the reality of whatever it is that we're going through, whatever it is that we may need help with, the better, the happier we'll be, and the more beautiful the journey and the road, and the more clear the destination becomes. So whether you've seen me on Instagram Live, going live with people, whether you've seen me on Enjoy, where we call in, and whether you've seen or heard me reply back to you. This is a staple in all that it is in my brand, which is I want to help. So whether it's a consultation one-on-one, you hear these weekly check-ins, or you continue to see me in the comments, get used to it. So without further ado, weekly check-ins, let's begin. Celeste. Hi, how are you? Great. Happy Friday. How are you? Happy Friday. Great, actually. (laughs) Good. I appreciate you allowing us to do this, first and foremost. Yeah. Uh, You are the very first caller ever on the show. Really? Ever. Awesome. Ever, ever. (laughs) So you and I are making history right now. That's awesome. So uh, today's intentions are just to help. And if you need to get anything off your chest, if you need a 
a voice of reason, a sounding board, some type of advice or suggestions, or you just need me to listen. Um, however you need me to show up, I'm here for you. So we got 30 minutes. Take your time. How can I help? Thank you. Thank you so much for like, I'm, I, um, so I'll start off why, um, showed up. I realized a couple of weeks ago that I was really in a really bad state of the mind. Everything wasn't right. So although I was reading the books, I was, you know, just doing what I could to really get myself out of this stagnant place. Mm-hmm. I realized that, um, that was unhappy. I was, I was, um, in a place where everyone was doing, uh, everything for me in a way. Mm. Um, and I went to a retreat that actually made me take the elevator instead of the stairs. <laughs> and, yeah. um, coming back home, I realized that was a playground. Mm. Um, and I was tested a couple times in my own relationship, my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, uh, asking me, right. My body was asking me to show up differently this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really dug into what really self, you know, self care, uh, really means to me. And that's when it really opened the doors to realize like, okay, there, there's something here that I haven't been paying attention. Sure. And a little mm-hmm. backstory, um, why this all happened come from an abusive family mm. one of 12 um, in college I ended up with a very chronic illness which really led me to face some of these deep wounds that I had with uh, mother wounds and father wounds mm. finally uh, I manifested a trip to India in the midst of this crisis uh, I was actually bleeding intestinally i got 50 blood transfusions which um yeah and so this in the middle midst of this i got pregnant and so i was really scared as to if i even was going to keep my child and i finally came back home from this woman's retreat realizing the importance to really come back to myself and feel my heart because i was living next to my body instead of inside my body Mm. um I realized how important it is to acknowledge the subtle um, things that I say to myself mm-hmm. um, because those are the most dangerous yep. um, only because those are the ones that are constantly daily there. And and I did a lot of breath work. I did definitely saw one of those videos. I was really excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of breath work, a lot of grounding, which really made me um, – connect with the earth and realize how important it is to ground to 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 connect with back to mother nature mm-hmm. and that did it for me especially combined with uh imagining imagining letting go of this uh you know internalizing every everyone's um problems and mm-hmm. issues and it came to a point where i'm i'm finally done with I'm not completely done with reading, of course not, but just accumulating information. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm, I've asked myself this week, you know, um, what am I, what do I look like out of trauma? 
Mm. What do I look like out of this sickness? Um, fast forward this, these years or whatever, I have a nine-month-old baby who's healthy. Mm. I'm healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm coming with a curious mind, questions, being more gentle with myself, uh, learning that I'm not here to help or save anybody mm. other than uh, just inspire. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful story, and I, I really appreciate you sharing that um, deep on, on many levels. And it takes mm-hmm. a it takes a special, strong person to even be aware of of what you've become aware of, and recognizing right. the patterns, and recognizing that you know you easily could have continued to go down that path of right. a facade or not living true to yourself, as, as you put it. You know, you were living outside of your body, not inside your body, and mm-hmm. a lot of people do that. And unfortunately, in a scary way, they do it without even knowing, you know, and then it's like 10, 15, 40 years goes by and you're like, what happened? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's beautiful that, again, you're able to recognize it and then to start the healing process, which was the main thing I took away from your story. So I'd love to just unpack if you could remember, it doesn't have to be a specific thing, but maybe just a moment in time or an experience or something that kind of was, was your crossroad moment, you know, of like a a hard look in the mirror, like, you know what, this isn't it. And I need to make a change. Do do you remember what that was? If I'm honest, I, there was a couple of them. Mm -hmm. One of them was really big, which was my mom's relationship between well, between me and my mom, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't the best. I actually was homeless at 14 because I decided that I needed to do something better. I actually grew up in Compton, was homeless at 14, wow. um, pretty much raised myself. And so there's so many instances in which mm-hmm. I told myself, this isn't it. Abuse, this isn't it. You know, I, I know there's more. I have to keep going to school along the lines, right? Um this sickness, I'm eating, yet I can't drink water. I, I'm stuck to the restroom in the bed. This isn't it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm pregnant. I tried seven years before that. It happened after I did a body detox in India. Mm-hmm. But realizing, like, okay, well, this isn't it. You know, yeah. this yeah. right here, I'm, uh, I wanted this, but not this way mm-hmm. yet. You know, things happen for a reason, which is I, which is what I um, not realizing, right? Sure. Um, but the last one that made me realize that was um, I searching for validation. Mm-hmm. You know, searching happiness through my partner, my friends, and when it wasn't given the way I wanted it, I here I was stuck in depression and just very low and. Uh, Feeling and, and then reminding myself, Celeste, you're not sick anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're good. And that's when I, I said, okay, this is it. In, that's, this is enough. I've read enough, uh, enough to get up and go. Mm-hmm. But there was this feeling where it wouldn't allow me to walk forward, wouldn't allow me to mm-hmm. express who I am. Um, I'm a painter, I'm a dancer. Uh, you know, there's X, Y, and Z. There's so many great stuff, yet I was stuck. And that was my, this was a net moment. Mm. Um, like I, I mentioned before, I definitely took an elevator instead of the stairs with this retreat. 
I, it was extremely powerful to the point that I came home and I, I'm seeing people question why I'm dressing the way I'm dressing now or saying sure. the way I'm dressing, you know, mm-hmm. just stuff like that. Just to say that, of course, healing is not linear. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of moments where I, I am, I definitely am, um, taking it slow, but that's one of the big ones, I think. Mm-hmm. Wow. You, you said that you were stuck at, at one point in time and, and you mm-hmm. knew you needed to make a change, but you got stuck. I'm sure right. that happened a couple times. Mm-hmm. What was that feeling of being stuck? If you could put your finger on it. And then once you, once you could identify it, what was your motivation to get unstuck to continue to move forward? Okay, the feeling of it was a lot of anxiety, debilitating anxiety. Mm. Um, a lot of, of uh, feeling sorry for myself, mm-hmm. um, blaming others, mm-hmm. um, resentment. And I felt it in my body. I could actually feel my shoulders tense. You yeah. know, there was this, uh, my heart was always beating, you know, it was this uncomfortable feeling. Um, um, a uh, lack of, you know, I can tell that I wasn't breathing normal, mm-hmm. you know, that, those were the physical, um, parts of that, mm-hmm. um, having to take care of my child yet. I don't feel good. So how do I show up for her? Right. Um, and there was a lot of things happening where I was like, okay, this is so uncomfortable and I really don't want to live like this for the rest of my life. I'm, I'm, I know there's more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, what was that motivating factor? I mean, that's the way you're describing um, this is, is still general, <clears throat> but if you could just right. hone in on just, I mean, obviously your, your child now, but even before your child, you know, what, what got you unstuck? What was your light at the, at the end of your tunnel? Yeah. See, that's a hard one. I, I'm going <laughs> to be no honest. Take your time. That's a hard one. Mm-hmm. I was really codependent on my husband for, for love. Right. I finally went to therapy um, and there were some hard truths. And the moment I started questioning instead of reacting mm-hmm. was those subtle moments because it wasn't a it wasn't a moment where I'm like, OK, cool. You know, right, right. this is the moment. But it was these subtleties, you know, subtleties of questioning, OK, well, why am I acting like that? Mm-hmm. You know, facing my own toxic ways mm-hmm. and, and accepting them and not belittling myself for it, you know, mm-hmm. in what ways am I not showing up for myself? Right. I started really taking advantage of Google and Googling what is self-love? Mm-hmm. What does that look like? What is self-neglect and what does that feel like? Yeah. And these were the moments where, Finally, I'm like, okay, there has to be movement in this. I can't just recycle, right? Mm-hmm. And that moment was me booking that that retreat mm-hmm. and saying, I need to be accountable for this. But yeah, that that's a that's a I I don't even know how to put it in one. No, you're you're okay. I actually think you you did, and I think I got your word for you. Mm-hmm. I think your light at the end of your tunnel was curiosity. I think you were constantly curious as to what would like, what would life look like if I did this? 
What would life yeah. look like if I felt this way? What would life look like if I talked to myself in this way? What would my life look like if I had this type of mindset? This type mm-hmm. of accountability, as you said in your friend, you found the perfect accountability partner who would not put up with any bullshit that you used to do in the past. Let's be honest, yeah. right? Because we yeah. all need, that's, that's like, that's the kind of friend that you need whether you want them or not, but you need them in times like that where they're not going to, you know, enable you. They're not going to play the victim role with you. They're not going to baby you. They're not going to babysit you. And you need those hard truths of friends who are going to keep you honest to yourself, knowing where you want to go. And let's just figure out ways to try to get there. So I think it's beautiful that not only did you find that friend, but that you were open to receiving what it is that they were meant to give you at that particular time over and over and over again. Right, right. But again, your your word is curiosity. Mm-hmm. As you said, you were Googling things, you were looking things up, you you booked this retreat. You're like, what's this about? What what can I how can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? What will I be after this retreat? All mm-hmm. that is curiosity. It's in, it's intrigue. Because you were probably, correct me if I'm wrong, just fed up with it all. I mean, mm-hmm. you've you've had a hell of a ride so far. Homeless at 14, witnessing the, the childhood trauma, the health issues that you went through, 50 blood trans. I mean, that's, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. One of those is, is extremely heavy, let alone your whole rap sheet. So mm-hmm. I can only imagine you at a certain point in time, your cross would being like, well, I got nothing else to lose. Like, what, what else is out here? Because this is exactly. not it, you know, to your point. And that's where I think it's also inspiring because a lot of people who are um, maybe in the shoes that you were once in or, or have the life that you once had, that light at the end of their tunnel is very dim, if bright or shining at all. So that's why I was very specific with asking you what these things are for mm-hmm. them, to give them hope, right. to give them, no pun intended, right. light, right? Yeah. And yep. so, you know, we can all relate. You're not alone. Like all, all the things I always talk about on the show, so... You know, one of the main reasons why I wanted to do this is, yes, to help people and, and to give people an opportunity to just so we can connect and and, and share energy and, and et cetera. But the other thing is because I know people are going to listen and watch and I know people are going to be able to relate and I know people are going to sit there and think, wow, I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm. Because as I said on the About Me episode way back when, everyone is going through something in life, but nobody wants to talk right. about it until they hear someone else talking about it first. Yeah, that exactly. I um as you're talking I'm I'm realizing that that uh I also was looking for someone to to share their story. Mm-hmm. Um because what I was going through was embarrassing for me. I didn't sure. want anyone to know that I wasn't this perfect person, mm-hmm. you know, that I needed to be um um and then just coping with this whole thing, it, w- it wasn't working out. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I love that. I love the, you know, one of the things that I'm working on right now is um, being okay with uh, not being okay, right? Mm. Um, yeah. Being present, mm-hmm. at, whether it is I'm washing the dishes. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it is I'm with my child, whatever it is to be present, yeah. right? Um, one of the biggest things that I learned um, last week 
mm-hmm. was, and it, it really touched my heart. Um, we were doing this heart meditation where it said, you, know, you do the breath work and then you ask your heart, let me feel the love that I am mm. and sit with that. And wow. as I'm doing this, I'm also coming home and being more kind, not only to myself, but to however and whoever is expressing themselves in whichever way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to sit with that for a second. Let me feel the love that I am. So to me, what translates first and foremost is the love that I am, not who I think I need to be. Right. Exactly. The love that I am, not not the the love that I I have to force upon or force to be able to receive. It's just, you know, I am, you know, it, it is. Um, that's beautiful. And the message that I'm sure you received is special. And I encourage anyone listening or watching to try that practice. Let me receive the love that I am, the love that I was gifted, you know, and, and, and how can I share that and how can I receive that as well? Wow. Talk about self-love. Right. It doesn't get higher than that. It doesn't get better than that. Right. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. That's beautiful. So I have one more question for you. What are some of the tools that you're implementing now in your life to make sure you maintain this road as opposed to either retreating back or creating new bad habits, et cetera? How are you showing up for your child? What, what are some of the things that you're currently doing now to be able to maintain this type of life? So for myself, I, uh, I'm doing a lot of breath work. Mm-hmm. That's, that really has taken me out of um, the, the low vibrations and really has put me back into my body. Sure. Because what I have learned is that someone who's been in this trauma cycle, mm-hmm. um, it's on autopilot. Yep. And so the moment there's awareness, the moment that you decide to feel these emotions, that that's the first step to this. Yeah. Um, also, I, I, like I mentioned earlier, I ground. So I intentionally go outside mm-hmm. I take off my shoes and I am intentionally grounded. I'm allowing the emotions of the day to go on, on the earth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I do is... Um, and the most simplest thing is to be grateful mm-hmm. for the smallest things that we have. Yeah. Like really sit with ourselves and ask yourself, right? Ask mm-hmm. myself, what am I really grateful for? Right. And we can't get more if we're not even grateful for what we already have in front of us. Right. Um, another thing that I'm, uh, I had to come back and reevaluate my relationship with, um, with how I go about everything in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I've decluttered my home from things that I don't use. I've, um, yeah, that, I think that was a big one. Decluttering my home, really going in and making my space comfortable and safe for myself. Um, I think that's one, one very uh, important thing that, I, that I'm also doing. Mm-hmm. Um, using a block method, uh, what is it called? The block schedule. Yeah. Um, implementing, you know, just not saying, but mm-hmm. writing it down, mm-hmm. following through, putting alarms as many alarms as I need until this 
this uh, practice is now, you know, gaining momentum. Right. But in, and you know, I'm, I'm happy you asked that question because that was a, a question I genuinely told myself, okay, I, I invested all this money. Mm-hmm. It'd be, it, it's scary to think that I'd do all of this just to go back right. to that person. Mm-hmm. And, and these are the, the being actively moving. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, Right now, I'm feeling this way. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to feel sure. um, angry a, yeah, or, or have a bad, bad. day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It means that I have a new relationship with it. I'm mm-hmm. realizing now that I'm observing instead of, um, what is the word? Um, internalizing. Yeah. Um, so those are some of the things that I'm doing right now. I love it. That's beautiful. I actually wrote them all down because I want I want to repeat them. I'm going to go backwards to to yeah. forwards. But um, I also just want to start by saying you now have tools in your toolbox. Yes. You know, just in case, um, you know, something arises again from your past, you now can go into the toolbox and grab that tool that you've created and mm-hmm. put there for yourself when necessary. You know, when the bad days come, yeah. not if when they come or bad moments, mm-hmm. and you know now you know, what tool to grab into, you know, how to go about it. But I think, you know, the, even from just dancing, you know, you said in your living room, that's just you being you, that's you listening yeah. to your body, that's you listening to mm-hmm. your, to yourself internally and, and just being free with it, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, you are now living life intentionally. You know, yeah. you're not just going with the flow. It's not just, you're not just, you know, counting the days, you're making the days count kind of thing, you mm-hmm. know? The the decluttering is very interesting. There's a lot of books on decluttering, decluttering your, your space, your workspace, your home, your car, right. um, you know, your locker if you're in school, whatever it is, because that mm-hmm. decluttering on the, you know, material side of things, what's in front of you is actually also decluttering your mind. Exactly. And your body. And you mentioned way back at the top of the conversation about you actually felt pain in your shoulder. That's probably mm-hmm. trauma. You know, right. there's, there's a book I've talked about a couple of times called The Body Keeps Score. The body holds more trauma than the mind does. Mm-hmm. So for you to declutter, again, I think that's that's a that's an umbrella because there's a lot of levels of decluttering and a lot of different benefits exactly. of it. Um, gratitude, 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 gratitude. I have talked about the book The Magic by Rhonda Byrne as if I'm part co-author. <laughs> I love that book. <laughs> I can't say enough about it. I swear by it. And that book completely changed my life in the department of gratitude. And to your point of not complaining about what I don't have, instead being grateful for what I do have, because what yeah. you focus on, you're going to create more of. Mm-hmm. So if I can focus on things to be grateful for, I'm going to be given more to be grateful for. So I think that's right. beautiful that you also implement that. Um, I want to talk about the grounding and breath work, because I'm very familiar with both. I know you are too, but for anyone who's maybe, you know, new to grounding, we'll, we'll start with that. Um, if you can just kind of, I know you said you go outside, you, you put your feet into the soil, uh, maybe a couple other things, just in case someone's interested in, in trying grounding. Yes. Yeah, so one of the things that I noticed is um, imagination, imagining as the roots are, you're planting your feet, the roots onto the, the ground, right? And the very first thing that I like to do is, is um, 
hold space in my heart, you know, bring that intention because it doesn't work if, if it's just, okay, well, let me, let the ground do its work. No, you have to intentionally stand there and ground, well, root yourself on into the, the, the soil, the, the soil. Yeah. And, and, and intentionally connect mm-hmm. to earth. Breathing is really important as you're doing this because mm-hmm. the more you breathe, the more you're releasing um, and allow it to, to whatever's coming up to, to be released back to it. Yeah. Um, I definitely went and did a couple of grounding um, meditations. One was dancing in the forest mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, just allowing Mother is to hug you. Yeah. It's it's easier said than done, but this are these are things that you have to do it in order to see the, the medicine in it. Mm-hmm. Um but also combined again with imagining imagination. Right. Mm-hmm. Um I think those are the three big ones. Imagining the you know, breath work and tension mm-hmm. as you're doing the grounding. Yeah. I love it. You explained it beautifully. I I'm a visual person. I, I deal in metaphors and analogies. So if everyone's listening or watching, when we talk about, you know, connecting to the root, think of the movie Avatar. Remember in Avatar when they used oh. to connect their tails to to the horses and to one another and, and like the roots kind of wrap themselves around the other roots. That's basically what it is. You are charging essentially you're 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 gaining messages and you're you're receiving messages and then you're giving energy. It's a, it's an it's an energy exchange essentially. And it, it could be in the grass to your point, Celeste, it could be in the forest. It mm-hmm. could be in the sand at, at the beach. That That's actually where I go to ground. Um, I, I saw a, yeah, a Reiki healer a while back and she was just telling me how I am best and optimal on many levels when I'm near the ocean. And so I, mm. I try to get there as much as possible. I have the you know luxury of doing that living in Los Angeles. But, um, you know, again, it could be the beach, it could be the forest, et cetera. Um, and then what kind of breathwork practice do you do? This breathwork has to do with laying down, right? It's about 40 minutes uh, breathwork, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you um, breathe through your diaphragm and then breathe through the chest while your mouth is open. Um, and you're only breathing through your mouth. Mm-hmm. And what this, this does is uh, it really puts whatever energy is stagnant in uh, the uh, lower abdomen area and the chest mm-hmm. to come up. After this, you grab a pillow and you scream as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot can happen during, during that. I know people have cried through it, um, uh, laughed through it. It's mm-hmm. just a great release. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I cannot thank you enough. For this beautiful conversation, this beautiful exchange of energy and stories and experiences and light. Um, I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm so happy for you. I'm, I'm happy that you're out of where you once were. And if, if it means anything to you for whatever it's worth, um, I would love for you to try to sit with that at some point today. Because there's so many people, and, I, and again, you can relate because you were once there, who are still in it. And the fact that you're out of it, in case you haven't celebrated it anytime recently, today is your day to celebrate just being out 
of that at one point in time, worst time in your life. I so, really appreciate it. I, of course, I really do. Of course. Um, so yeah, so again, I appreciate this was great. This was a lot of fun. Um, I knew it would be, I didn't know how I was going to go, but I knew it'd be great. And, and you're the perfect person to, to kick this whole segment off with. So, um, for me to you, I'm sending love and light to you. Thank you so much for, again, for sharing this. Um, it will be out Tuesday and, uh, you're now a part of the show forever. Thank you. Thank you. I really, I'm, I'm sending you back love and light really from the bottom of my heart this is just perfect timing perfect um but thank you thank you so much for all of it of course of thank course. you for showing up <laughs> yes yeah well we, we gotta you know we gotta show up for ourselves and then in this yes. case you know we're, we're also showing up for others which is um exactly. which is powerful so thank you again happy friday enjoy your weekend and um yeah i'm excited for you to watch this and listen to it on tuesday Thank you so much. You too. Okay. Take care. Have Bye-bye. a great one. Wow. What an incredible life story. Just to hear the, the pain and the trauma that once was and to understand the all the feelings and what she just must have, you know, went through on a daily basis which was once normal for her and to now be on the complete opposite side of the spectrum is an inspiration to say the least and as I said to her on the call and from me to you is I'm sure there's people out there who can relate to her story and that's why I was you know trying to ask questions for you all what was your light at the end of the tunnel what was your motivation what was your crossroad moment where you were like this isn't right this doesn't feel right it's not sitting well it's not aligning I need to make a change you know because I I I know that the idea is fun and even if we become aware of what we need to do or or sorry become aware of the problem that we need to heal and, and learn and grow from we don't really know the following steps thereafter so I hope that some first steps can translate and resonate with you and I hope that that conversation for whoever needed to hear it um really resonates with you and uh i hope it's perfect timing because nothing is a mistake nothing is a coincidence everything is divine timing all right on to the next call hello ella how are you i'm good how are you i'm good as well oh my god (laughs) happy friday you too, you too. <laughs> so thank you so oh, much wow. for um, letting me have this conversation with you, whatever the conversation may be. Um, I appreciate you for taking the time. No. Okay, thank you. I just thought it was a good, I just, like a good idea, good opportunity. So I just, I, you know, I messaged and I thought I didn't really think it was going to happen. You know, like I thought, <laughs> oh, many people are going to message me, da, da, da. Yeah. Mm. No, I'm a I, I'm a man of my word, and I'm I'm just excited to do this. Um, before we get started, two things. The first thing is, um, mm-hmm. I want to set some intentions. So, the intentions for for me for this call is to help in any kind of way. So, however you need me to show up for you, whether it's listening with my mind, my heart, or my ears, I am all for it. And 
The other thing okay. is, my question to you is, what are you most grateful for today? Um, today, I think I'm grateful. Um, I'm grateful for my job um, because obviously in the times that we're living now, it's not, you know, it's not, not something to take for granted. And I think uh, I'm lucky to be able to go to work every day. Yeah, yeah. go to work and enjoy it. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Like you said, you can't take it for granted, especially right <laughs> now. So that's great. Um, okay. So Ella, how can I help? What do you want to talk about? This little situation that I'm in at the moment. Okay. I was single. I'm not even dating, not even just hadn't met anybody that was interesting for three. And then, you know, lockdown was ending. I just thought, you know what, let me open up a little bit. I just thought um, to give it the after chance, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't go in with such an intention to really meet somebody. I just thought, you know, I just moved to a new city, let me explore, let me meet some people. Mm-hmm. And actually then on the first date I ever went to, I met this guy that I now really have a crush for uh, or I have a crush on him. Okay. And still is going well. And I think now that I've, finally kind of happened to come across a person I'm really interested in. I kind of kind of unconsciously seem to really focus and pay attention to his reaction to me, if you know what I mean. Kind of caring less if I'm having a good time and being more of like a um conscious of if he's enjoying his time. I kind of recognize that in myself and I don't like it, you know. Um, I guess because that's not what dating should be. If you would have any advice on how to maybe catch myself in the moment rather than rather than later, and be more conscious of how I'm feeling, if I'm enjoying it, rather than trying to please somebody else. Okay, so so I understand correctly <laughs> and clearly. So your main question is: is how do you basically stay in the moment of a relationship without worrying about? things down the road or worrying about if that other person's happy, if they're satisfied? Is, is that is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, probably. That's actually a good way to put it, to be honest. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> hmm. I think if this person is, is going hmm. to help you, uplift you, serve you, satisfy you, etc., in all aspects of what a romantic partnership is, then that's all that should matter. So instead of worrying so much about is this person satisfied with me and is this person liking me as much as I am them, it's are they doing enough for you? Does that kind of make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it does. Have you ever asked yourself if instead of saying, is this person happy with me? Is this person satisfied with me? Have you ever asked yourself, where am I in this relationship? Like, have you ever put yourself first, your needs first? I guess that's that's kind of a good, good way to think about it. Because I guess for me, so far, I kind of was happy to have found somebody I'm interested in, if mm. you know what I mean. Sure. And I haven't really looked further back, really. Yeah. I was just going to say, like, maybe that's the, that's the next thing to go for then, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's I think it's also important to be clear on your standard. 
because although this person, you know, took the time and interest and in, is spending the energy and effort into you, which is beautiful and it's great, but there needs to be more. And that's where I think what's in your control is establishing that, being very clear on what it is that you're looking for furthermore, what it is that you want and that you need furthermore than just the standard of someone being interested in you. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, yeah, like, I guess I guess that's where I'm stuck at the moment because okay. um, so far, for so long, it, it, that, that has literally been it. Like, not even from their side, really. But even for myself to to kind of have that interest in really getting to know somebody and yeah. like starting something with them. So then, when I found that interest towards somebody, then I was just like, "Oh, you know what? Great! Yeah, like, this is good that. enough." Um, <laughs> yeah. <and> having, <laughs> like, I haven't really really looked further than that, and kind of in that way, I was just focusing on does this person have the interest for me too, towards me too, and I guess. Yeah, they do. But then I've, I guess I've been just stuck focusing on that mm-hmm. and making sure that that stays the way it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's that's seeking a romantic partner out of fear, right? Like mm-hmm. you're, you correct me if I'm wrong, you may be fearful of, well, you are fearful of, is this person liking me too? Is this person as invested as, as I want to be in them and so on and so forth. So it's like, it's a fear base. It's like an anxious base of, you know, what is this going to be? Where are we going to go? What's it going to look like? Instead of just being present in the moment and instead of just being Mm -hmm. there with, this is who I am as a woman. This is what I stand for. These are my morals, my beliefs. This is my self-worth. This is my value system. And again, Hopefully I can find someone who aligns with all of that. So that's coming from a secure base. Mm-hmm. Now, now you're establishing the ground rules of like, I know who I am. I love who I am. And I'm really hopeful that I can find someone to complement all of that. So mm-hmm. that that's coming from more yeah. of, a, of a secure base, right? As opposed to like the what ifs or, you know, the constant uncertainty or the questioning or the wondering That'll drive you crazy. And if it drives you crazy, which it, which it will, it may drive the other person crazy. You know, and, and, and I use the word crazy like uh-huh. loosely. I don't mean literally, but I just mean like that type of uncertainty yeah. or unknown or or constant question mark on your on your title of, of whatever the situation that you're in, that's that's not sustainable, it's not healthy, and it's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my you know I, I remember the episode you had I think on Enjoy no? where you talk about this attachment style and all of yeah. this mm-hmm. and you know I think often kind of easy to listen to something like that and just be like yeah yeah I'm secure <laughs> I have no problem and then I guess like you know like as I'm as I'm talking to you and you're just 
not even, you know, no, really knowing me as I think I know myself, obviously. But then, you know, like from what I express to you, you can see it in a different way. And I think it's probably a little bit of a healthy wake up call, no? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> I, I'm glad you receive all that I'm giving you well, Ella. But I, you know, the main thing is here is you just have to be honest with yourself. When it comes to that um, attachment style personality, which is what we're referring to, or what you brought up, rather, you have to be honest with yourself when it comes to these attachment styles. And as like you said, it's so easy for all of us to think that we're secure because the secure attachment style is the best one that you can have. So we always want to be the best. But if you're living mm-hmm. that type of lie and you can't be honest with yourself, and I'm not saying you, I'm saying in general, people that's unhealthy because it's shame on you for, for not being real and honest with who you actually are. If you do have some type of anxious attachment styles, that's okay. We all technically do. It just, it's how much and and how well do we manage it? So if I were you, I I would encourage you to kind of really take a look within and ask yourself, why am I so fixated on what the other person thinks of me and what I have to offer as opposed to what I think of them and what do they have to offer me? Have you ever thought about that? Hmm. Yeah. And you know what? Like, I think um, I, I work a little, you know, thinking about it a little bit. And I was just questioning myself, like, why, why am I acting this way? Because I think if I ever get attention from somebody, usually I, I don't even care about it. You know, mm-hmm. um, if I'm not, anything towards that person or if I'm not interested in that person and then suddenly you know when it's already kind of going there and I'm interested and suddenly suddenly I start caring so much about that person's opinion when it's just I don't I don't know like when I guess it's like that because it matters more but I don't know if I actually answered your question I was <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I think I'm picking up with what you're putting down. But I think, again, it's it's important to try to identify, was there anything in childhood? Was there anything in past relationships? Was there anything in school, friendships, sports, whatever it is, jobs early on, where you had some type of experience where you didn't feel good enough, you didn't feel qualified enough, you didn't feel like you were worthy or deserving enough? Um, because I think that will help mm-hmm. you in today in any, any situation that you're in work, love, friends, etc. seeking validation from outside sources and giving the power of validation for ourselves and putting it in the hands of other people. And a lot of times we make the mistake of putting mm-hmm. that power into the wrong hands, right? So mm-hmm. only, only yeah. you can validate you if you're trying to be the best version Mm -hmm. of yourself if you're trying to be the best partner in a relationship if you're trying to be the best employee at your job that's all in your control that has nothing to do with someone seeing your value or your efforts or not as long as you believe that you tried your hardest and you gave it your all and you were honest and true to who you are and, and what you have to bring to the table that's all that matters it's not someone's word mm-hmm. saying, good job, Ella, or thank you for this. It's like, you know that you did a good, you're secure mm-hmm. within yourself enough to know that you did all that you could. And if it doesn't work out, that's okay. It doesn't mean that you were wrong and that you failed. 
it means that that wasn't the right opportunity, the right person, or the right situation at that particular time in your life. Yeah. 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 It's it's a lot. It's a lot to think about. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, hundred percent. And it made me think. You know, like even even really far, like like you said, childhood and all of this. Like I'm. I'm not 100% sure mm-hmm. if it stems from anything, but I think, like, definitely in my family, I think my mom even, she had, like, such authority that she wouldn't even ever have to, how, how would you say, like, shout or yell or anything like that, but all of us kids, like, we just kind of, even if she looked at us disapprovingly, mm-hmm. I just remember, like, feeling like, oh, like, like, she's not, you know, approving of what I did or something. Right. I don't right. know if it could be related to that, but yeah. Yeah, that is probably the, a good start for sure in into really recognizing <laughs> where this stems from. I mean, it's true because it's, when it comes to like feeling not worthy enough or being so concerned about how someone thinks of you or perceives you, that most of the time stems from childhood because mm-hmm. what you lack in childhood you seek as an adult. So you lacking the validation or worthiness or feeling like you deserve praise from your mother. um, And by you not receiving that, you are subconsciously actively seeking it in your adult relationships. Again, it's, it's back to you having to, to understand that it's not the other person that needs to validate you doing a good job at something. It's you. Who has to validate that and not putting so much of a, not putting so much of a dependency on the other person's approval because you're not going to please everybody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, like you're, you're not going to pass every test. You're not with an A, you're not going to get every single job you apply for. You're not going to marry, you know, any, every single guy you go on a date with, but what is right and what is serving for you will present itself in a very clear and obvious way. You just have to be open to receiving that when it comes, not if it comes, when it comes. But part of the process to get to Mm -hmm. the point of receiving it is you being honest and true and doing the work for yourself. Because the guy who maybe not this guy, but let's say another guy that you start to date or whatever. Let's say you continue to take the same pattern into these relationships or into these dates where you're seeking validation or approval. I hope they like me. I hope they, you know, they like what we're doing. I hope this is enough for them. They're going to be able to pick up on that. And if again, given that power to the wrong person will be very bad. They will manipulate you. They'll gaslight you. They'll lie to you. They won't respect you. And that's a toxic relationship that no one wants to be in. Whereas if you showed up again, again, secure, right. And you're not falling just because Mm -hmm. someone gave you the time of day. It's like, well, what else do you have to offer me? Mm -hmm. There's gotta be more. Mm -hmm. And the beauty of that, Ella, is that you can create that list for yourself. You can create what it is that you're wanting out of a partner. And it's going to be a lot more than just mm-hmm. than just attention. Yeah, and you know what? I think you had probably you had 
let's hit the nail on the head with say with what you were saying about kind of oh you're not gonna get every job you apply right. for you're not gonna mm-hmm. like, I think that probably is a big part of it because I think so far in my life I think I'm really focused on achieving things and like also what you said about being in the moment is probably a really good piece of advice because mm-hmm. I think so far every time I started kind of seeing somebody we went somewhere like I never really just dated you know mm-hmm. like I would always just meet somebody and then you know it would just progress the relationship like I wouldn't just date to date right to just get to know different people mm-hmm. and I think in in general in life I've I've been kind of this kind of person to not quit, you know, mm-hmm. to stick with anything. And like, if I set my mind to something, I'm going to get it, you know? Sure. And maybe, maybe, maybe that could be a little part of, of it, just being more focused on the goal than rather more focused on the goal than just enjoying the moment and yeah. enjoying myself, being with something. A hundred percent. Yeah. Staying in the moment, being present, not being so fixated on the final, you know, result. It's, it's, it's enjoying the ride along the way and it's, and it's being open to learning and, and experiencing beautiful things along the way too. And, and the, the other, there's, there's two things that I was thinking of when you were, when you're just talking right now. Um, the first thing is, is sometimes you can stay in situations longer than you should be because you're so fixated on getting what it is that you're lacking from that person. We'll we'll talk about a relationship right now. Mm. And and a lot of people stay in situations for so long because you're like, no, 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 I'm so close to getting it. And, and he's in, it's been two years and he's finally working on it or she's, she's finally aware of what I need. And I'm so close. It's like, but what if they don't give it to you? What if it's you that are just so fixated on the potential of who this person could be and the idea of them, but not in all actuality of who they truly are, and more importantly, who they're actually showing you them to be? And that's when you stay in things too long mm-hmm. to get this one thing. And that's, I, I use the, uh, there's a picture I put up in the Not My Soulmate episode um, with Letitia Roll and there was a picture of a hand, two hands. One was holding onto a rope and the hand was bleeding because it was holding onto the rope for so long. And then the other hand was on its own mm-hmm. and it was healed. And the words on the picture said, sometimes holding on hurts you more than just letting go. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to yeah. ask, I wanted to ask you, Ella, is do you feel like you're enough? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. I like my first instinct is to say yes. Of course. Well, that's that that's, do, that's like your do, your, but... your first instinct to say you're secure, right? Like we talked about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably because obviously you want to see yourself in a sure. in a good light. But I think I probably do tie a lot of my self worth in achievement. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if 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 you don't achieve these things, you don't feel worthy, or you don't feel yeah. like you're enough. Exactly, kind mm-hmm. of. I guess holding onto the rope until ooh, I really can't anymore. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah, that could be more sure, more the truth. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the first thing I'll say is um, sometimes what we want and what will bring us joy 
might not be the same thing. Sometimes mm-hmm. what we want is not what we need. And when you can recognize that you're not getting what you need and you're not getting fulfillment or joy or happiness, which is what life is all about, you have to walk away. You have to let it go. Mm. And even though the experience maybe didn't go according to plan, I'm sure you gained a lot of lessons and a lot of growth from that experience. And that's a win Mm -hmm. because life is not always going to go according to plan. We all know that, but it's just, it's a redirection, not a rejection. It's what is needed. Not maybe, Mm -hmm. not maybe what's wanted right now. And so a lot of times what's frustrating is, is like we get what we need, but we don't know why we need it right now. And then a year goes by or 10 years goes by and we're with the person we're supposed to be with or at the job we're supposed to, we're supposed to be at or we're living in the city we're supposed to be living in. We're like, oh my God, thank God 10 years ago, I didn't get that job or I didn't marry that person or I, you know what I mean? It all makes sense. Mm-hmm. But that's when you have to just be, yeah. you have to be aware that and true to yourself that right now, this isn't what is, it doesn't sit right. It doesn't feel right. And I don't know what's to come, or I don't know why, you know, this isn't it right now, but I know I, I can I can no longer do this. And be hopeful that when you receive what you're supposed to receive, that's what was meant for you all along. Mm-hmm. The other thing yeah. is um, the achievement thing. You, you said, like, if you don't, if you don't succeed, maybe it's considered a failure. But... Uh nothing is a failure. Nothing is a loss. Everything is a lesson. Everything is a seed that is planted that will eventually grow. Sometimes it takes longer for this one seed to grow than other seeds, but everything will grow as long as you maintain it, you water it, and you feed it. And when it comes to, although maybe you consider this uh, a failure, I don't know if it's necessarily a failure. I think it's more so, again, a redirection now you know what not to do moving forward. Let, let's say your situation mm-hmm. right now doesn't work out with this guy. The, the first thing that you're going to think of is you're going to become aware of all the red flags that you pushed off to the side, right? Because hindsight, we always have this after the relationship. Oh, why didn't I see this before? And this was here all along and I knew it and my gut was telling me and all this like clarity, right? All of a sudden that we have. <laughs> And when you have those (laughs) moments of clarity and understanding and realization, that's because you're now out of the fog. You can see clearly now. You can see that person for who they actually are and stop fantasizing about the idea of them. And the other thing in your particular situation, to be very specific, you can now realize I was so fixated and stuck on being enough for him or being enough for her in anyone's situation, whatever it is. And instead, Mm. I wasn't enough for myself. Mm -hmm. I was constantly seeking approval from them when I I need to approve myself. I was seeking being validated and loved from someone when I need to validate and love myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good to hear these things, you know. And I think probably from what you've said is one of the most important things is, I guess, having a little patience. Yes. As well, like with myself and with, with the situation, I'm not exactly like now, not being so focused on where it will go right. or 
what I think I want out of it rather than just, yeah, it would be mm-hmm. more important for me to just stay in the moment and be a bit, little bit more patient. <laughs> yeah, p- patient, Ella, and, and I said this in the last call, more forgiving. Like, mm. pl- please receive this well, because I, I mean the best intentions when I say this. You have to forgive yourself okay. for maybe at particular times in childhood when you felt you weren't enough for your mom. You have to forgive that part of your childhood because who knows how your mom was raised and what wasn't given to her. Maybe her mom used to give her the same look your mom gives you or gave you when you were younger. And maybe, mm-hmm. maybe your mom just repeated instead of repaired. And the point is, don't take it personally. Mm-hmm. Don't take it personally. Because a lot of times people project their own insecurities onto other people. And maybe that was some of the things with your mom. And therefore, you have to forgive her because she's doing the best she could at that time. And you have to forgive yourself and be easy on yourself. And just, it's not about... I wasn't enough at that particular time or I didn't do this right or whatever. It's like you, you did the best you could. I'm sure you tried. Mm. If you didn't try, that's a different story. But I'm sure you, it sounds like you tried. You're not going to succeed or achieve everything all the time. But as long as you tried, it's all that matters. And if that particular person, again, or situation or experience is not meant, is not right for you, it's not meant for you, accept that. So just, just something to think about and, you know, really sit with, because this is what I mean by a lot of these, these things that we seek today, we lacked in childhood. You seeking to, to feel if Mm. you're enough for someone or something that stems from childhood for sure. And once you can identify that Mm -hmm. and then start to be enough for yourself and validate yourself and, and feel secure within yourself and being confident in what you have to bring to the table to any situation that you put your name on, whether it's romantic work or friends, you know that that person Mm -hmm. that is getting you is getting a gift. Literally. (laughs) Ah, That's beautiful. It's interesting how, you know, from a little conversation, you can kind of give me so much to think about, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, my, my goal is in, in like when I have um, consultations with people and we're one-on-one, I, I don't like mm-hmm. to give people homework or things to think about or things to do or anything like that if it's not in their control because that mm-hmm. will just drive the person crazy. And <laughs> that's really not providing solutions. It's just like making the problem worse. So it, all of that I'm giving you is in your control. Mm-hmm. It's all in your control. Sitting with you know, childhood moments and, and sitting with your relationship with your mom, sitting with relationships with, with anyone that was very significant in your life and, and thinking about that relationship, like, and I, I wish my mom would have just told me, you know what, Ella, I know you didn't do everything I asked you to do, but I know you tried and I love you and I'm so proud of you. And I'm, I'm just really happy that you really tried. That would do um, mm-hmm. wonders for you as an adult. Yeah. You know, and so, you know what? I yeah. think even more than that, it's like I did. I do have a really close relationship with my mom, and she did often 
say those things to me, you know, like it's enough just to try your best. She did say that, but I think, you know, what maybe it's even more of the fact that I really kind of needed her approval, even though she wasn't asking for that much. Right. It's more like because I didn't have a relationship with my dad, but probably it was the fact that she was kind of the person. So her, any little, you know, like I guess there was from that kind of like a, even if my mom didn't necessarily do anything wrong, maybe it was, it could have been actually more of the fact that if I didn't get her approval, even if it wasn't hard to get, mm-hmm. if I didn't get that, I wouldn't get it from anybody else. Exactly. And so, yeah, to, to your mm-hmm. point, that has, that, that's really important to identify and to really be aware and accept because our approval from our parents is everything. It's so important to us, mm-hmm. like as, as children, you know, e- even some people as adults. And when we don't get it, yeah. it really, it really affects us in other areas of our life. And as you're seeing in right mm-hmm. now in, in the romantic side of things, the relationship side of things, um, it's really apparent and evident that you are still seeking approval and validation and acceptance. Yeah. When in reality, yeah. only you yeah. only you can truly provide it to yourself to the point where that's all that matters. But what were you going to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Before he said that, because obviously, yeah, that's how it should be. I guess, like, it just made me think, you know, maybe same as with the parents when I kind of just had that one person I really wanted to impress in a way. Mm-hmm. Maybe in this dating and all this, maybe I'm just kind of doing the same where I'm putting all the eggs in that one basket. Yep. And then when I have this interest for that one guy, then that one person's approval or, yeah, it just becomes that much more important because right. all just that one person. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's beautiful that you recognize that. It's very, um, it's going to be very helpful for you because when you put all your eggs to your point in, in that one basket and seeking approval from your partner, I think of in times of conflict or disagreement when you're with your partner in your relationship. And let's say, for example, you're not being validated or recognized in the moment of conflict. Your mind goes to, I'm not enough. I'm not doing enough. I'm not good enough for them. And you start to be very insecure when in reality, you're you're making these these like huge accusations about yourself about a temporary thing he could just be Mm -hmm. asking you or she could just be asking you to like wash the dishes more and you're like see i'm I'm not even a clean Mm -hmm. person and you're like what no you're a clean person i'm just asking you to wash the dishes more i'm not saying you're you're, i'm not you know saying you you don't do any dishes at all i'm just saying can you do them a little bit more and that stems from again constantly Mm -hmm. being Constantly seeking approval. And so it, it, it's, it's like, it's mm-hmm. very big, it's very little, and it's everything in between. So in all aspects of your life. So mm-hmm. the fact that you're aware of it is amazing. Now it's time to really do the work and figure out even more so where it's stemming from. We talked about your mom um, and, and not having your dad around and all that. But maybe there's more that you can also become aware of. And now 
that you become aware of it, it's like, cool, now I can get to work and try to, try to, um, heal from this and try to repair, right. Instead of repeat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? These are things that I never even really thought about, you know, because, because I always thought, you know, I have that close relationship with my mom. I just thought, you know what, like, it doesn't really matter if I had any relationship with my dad and stuff like that, because, you know, I got that one, you know? Um, so yeah, that's actually interesting. I never, I never thought it could bring up some issues or something like this before. Yeah. Yeah. I listen. It, mm. it, um, the light bulb went off in your head and it's beautiful. I can see it from here. <laughs> I, can, I can feel it. Um, and I, and I love when that happens, <laughs> Ella, because, that is the moment where a lot of things make sense, you know, like, and that, that to me mm-hmm. is like, it's everything. And I, and that's what I like live for is like finding these light bulbs and having them make sense and then translating them into other areas of my life. And well, okay. So now that I'm aware that I was constantly seeking validation from partners, I wonder if I was doing that in the workplace. I wonder if I was doing that in friendships. I wonder if I was staying in something longer than I should have been mm-hmm. just because I wanted them to approve of me. You start to like connect the dots. Mm. And that's what you're going to be doing yeah. for the next 24 to 48 hours is like trying to connect the dots, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> yeah. It's great. My, yeah, this was eye opening. Good. That was good. That's amazing. I'm super happy to hear that. And, and I appreciate you being open and honest, you know, I appreciate your vulnerability, um, because it's, it's obviously helped you and it's going to help out a lot of people Mm -hmm. listening or watching who for sure will be able to relate to you and, and hopefully can, they can start connecting the dots as well because, you know, you brought up something interesting. You have Mm -hmm. a good relationship with your mom, but yet not being approved or validated from her is really a big impact has, has had a big impact on your life. And, and that's, what's important too, is mm. I think a lot of people think, you know, they just need to have a terrible relationship with their parents and that's why they have trauma and that's why they are the way they are. But sometimes it could be a good relationship with their parents, mm. but there are still things because certain things were lacked in childhood that are now important to address mm. and be aware of today. Yeah, 100%. You know what? I'm actually surprised that because I thought about, you know, like how we would have a conversation and I thought, oh my God, like how, how can I talk about something without talking too much? Sure. Um, because obviously I've never talked, you know, like it's quite easy to talk to you like this mm. uh, on the phone. Um, but then to think, okay, other people are going to listen to this as well. Yeah. Um, but it was, I think it was just a, it's really easy to open up mm. just talking to you like this and I think you know the things that you say also kind of make make it easier to you know let mm. go a little bit to open, open up. up a little bit more yeah. so it, 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 yeah it's surprising to me you know mm. thank you well I, I received that well I, I um I've really been working hard on communicating I've been really working hard on um listening to understand and you know I, I received that well. I, I guess my, my work is working, apparently, which is great. I, I obviously answered 
DM'd you after the story. And then when you actually wrote to me, I was like, oh, I'm not going to really do this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. I felt like, oh, you know, because I obviously, I really didn't think like you would actually read that DM of all that you would get. No, and then I just thought, you know what, it's just a special opportunity, I think, because it's so interesting that from your podcast, people can kind of feel like they really know you so mm. so well because you're also so open, so honest all the time. And then I just thought, like, how interesting would it be to actually talk to you? Because even it's funny, like, when you talk to me, I kind of know a lot about you already. Yeah. And then you know nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's very true, actually, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, I've, I've, um, I've, I've had this, thank you for saying that, by the way. Um, I ha I've had this, this gift, mm -hmm. I call it since I was a kid of being able to provide a safe space for people and to be able to allow someone to feel so comfortable in sharing things with me that a lot of times when I'm talking to people mm -hmm. again, even from childhood, they were like, I can't believe I'm telling you this. It's been that way my whole life. Mm -hmm. And so I, I'm just trying to spread the love. I'm trying to spread this gift. And I'm trying to just show up for as many people as I can. And I read every single DM. Everyone thinks I don't, but I do. And I respond to every single DM. And again, mm -hmm. I, I was like, I want to connect more one-on-one -on -one with people. And I'm just so happy that people like you, Ella, were not only you know, offered mm -hmm. to come on, but then to actually follow through. So good for you. I'm proud of you. It, it sounded like, <laughs> you know, you, you became aware of a lot of things that I for sure will help you out. And um, I'm just really thankful for your time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, no. And yeah, exactly. Thank you for starting the podcast. And I, I really think more people should listen to it. And it's actually, um, so, you know, for example, today I didn't answer your when you messaged me earlier because yeah. um, I work in prison so I don't have my phone on me when I'm on there sure. and I actually think so many times after I listen to your your podcast I go in there and when I have conversations with the, with the guys there I kind of try to bring up things that I've listened to in the podcast because obviously you're I'm you know I work with uh, men mm -hmm. and it's sometimes I think it's hard to think of topics and how to approach certain topics sure. um, with with people that are really different to you mm -hmm. and then I um, kind of just listen to the ways that you you guys um, the views you have on certain topics and and through that kind of find a way to also bring up those topics um, that I think are really useful for for the prisoners to sometimes think about and talk about. Sure. So I think even though, you know, they can't listen to your podcast, I kind of use it as a, as a tool to try to help them as well. Mm -hmm. So I just wow. wanted to let you know because I thought like, because you say about like helping people and all this, and I think like even through being a listener of your podcast, I try to use that as a way to further help people. Wow. <sighs> Thank you so much. Yeah. That's, uh, that's so 
beautiful and so heavy um, in the best way possible. I, I, I'm like, I can't even, it's hard to believe. I, I am just in awe. I'm in, I'm in constantly in awe of the reach that is both podcast and the amount of people all over the world, mm. you know, from all walks of life, all races, all ages, all genders, all sexual identifications. It, it blows my mind how many people are tuning in and how well it's been received mm. and how many people are continuing to share all the messages that we talk about. So the fact that you're doing that is, um, I so appreciate it. I am humbled, honored, and, and I just, I receive it so well. So thank you so much. It's amazing. No, no, of course. I just thought like, you know, that, you know, maybe that can be an idea for somebody else. And I also think like, um, you know, good for you to hear as well. So, you know, and yeah. there's a lot, a lot more people that you help than you even know. <laughs> thank you. Well, Ella, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. Um, I would love to, when I edit the video, I'd love to put your Instagram name, if it's okay with you, in case people relate to you and they, you know, want to say thank you for sharing your story because they're going through something or whatever. So if it's okay with you, if it's not, no worries, but I'd love to put your Instagram name on the, on the screen when it's, when it's out. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, great. No worries. But yeah, thank you for this call. It was so good to actually talk to you. And it's honestly like, yeah. ah, it's so crazy that yeah. I actually had, you know, had a conversation with you after listening for so long. So yeah. yeah, thank you for the opportunity. Of course, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much again for taking the time. Thank you for all the support and for sharing both shows and both messages. And um, I'm really excited for you mm -hmm. and the journey that you're on now that you have a little bit more um uh, awareness that that you maybe you weren't before and it's only going to get better for you so i'm super excited and thank you again <laughs> thank you thank you wow 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 well per usual i didn't know what to expect and it went better than expected and i am just so grateful for each and every one of you who continue to show up for yourself first and foremost and also show up whenever I call upon you. You know, I've, I've asked a lot of questions in my stories and had some polls and asked questions in the podcast and, and everyone is so beautifully able to communicate with me and just answer and reply. And I'm just, I'm just grateful. So this will again be a regular segment in the show. Weekly check-ins for sure are going to be a constant every single week. And again, it's just an opportunity for me to connect with you. As you heard Ella, she was surprised I even answered the DM. She was surprised I even took her up on the opportunity, let alone actually be on the show. And I am humbled that, that someone has that reaction, but I promise you all, I'm here to help. I'm here to connect. I'm here to share my story as much as possible and my experiences. And I would love to share yours as much as possible as well because we are all going through things and that you're not alone. And at the end of the day, if this platform allows this community to be, be built, which is already built and continue to be built, um, I'm here for it. And I will always be here for it and always show up, not only for myself, but then for you. So thank you for tuning in. This is amazing. If you are listening, feel my smile on my face. 
feel the joy. My heart is full. I'm so happy to be able to have these beautiful conversations with these beautiful people. And that's why I always say beautiful people, what's going on? Because we are. So from me to you, I'm sending love, light, and gratitude. Happy Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this. And if you would like to be on a weekly check-in, feel free to DM me and uh, we can we can make it happen. So until next time, thank you, thank you, thank you. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.